Welcome to the Real Deal Brides podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Macaluso, and this is episode six. Today, we're talking with Amy Hunter. She's a writer and comedian. You can find her over at The Outnumbered Mother. And today, we're going to talk about all things wedding, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to make you laugh, and we're going to tell you even more of the real deal. So how's it going, Amy? Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, I get to talk about something that's not kids. This is the tits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so pumped to have you here because I know how funny you are talking about all things kids. And then you actually wrote an article for the Real Deal Bride site about weddings. And it was the roads to Bridesmaidsville is paved with seafoam green. And it was. (laughs) Yes. And I want to get to that in a few minutes. But first, I want you to tell me a little bit about you and your whole wedding experience because you had a lot of shit going on with your wedding. (laughs) Okay. Um... Well, first off, I have to tell you how much I love the book. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous book. I just wish that I had the real deal bridal Bible when I was getting married. It would have been helpful, Thank to you. say the least. So <laughs> keep updating, girl. And ladies, if you're looking for the way to be on being a bride, that's that's the place right there. Thank um, you. No, for re- I mean, because I bought all that shit when I was planning my wedding. I was like, game on. I need to know. Yes. You know, I don't have sisters. I never saw any of that happen. Um well, and if you don't see it, you see it, and then you're like, what the hell is happening? Oh, it was so you, – you know, and um, there are a couple at the time, because this was back um, – I got married in 2003. I know. It was like before before the phone. <laughs> before the, <laughs> the wheel was invented, and then I got married. It was like right at that. Um, <laughs> yeah. They just, no, but it feels like that, because there was no Pinterest. There was no, no. – even for, mm-hmm. you know, when I got married, Pinterest wasn't a thing. Like, I don't even – I didn't have a Facebook mm-hmm. account yet. None of that shit No, they had the knot. Remember the knot? Is that even still around? Yep, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's what – I was really into that, and I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't even imagine having my wedding featured on the knot. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like the New York Times, like, you know, engagement list kind of thing. Right. And that was – you know, that was helpful, checklist, whatnot, but – um. I don't know if I was really prepared in general for being a bride or planning all the stuff. And, yeah. Um, but I was with my now husband. I was with him for years and years. I'm, I mean, I met him when I was 18 years old. He was 21 and we were together and we didn't get married until I think I was like 28. I don't know how old I was in 2003. I mean, I, I guess I could do the math, but <laughs> why That's give right. a fuck? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he said he wasn't getting married until he was 30. And I, I just thought that was ridiculous. But we did We'd lived together for years and I worked for him and it was Wait, you worked Day, for him? Yeah, I worked for his company. <laughs> Is that how you guys met? I didn't realize no, that. Oh, no, hey, no, 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 no. It's actually really funny. So I was in, t- I was in town. I just moved to Florida from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, this was 1995. I had just moved to Florida from New York and he was the guy doing like the screen enclosure on my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not and know he, that. Yeah, he owned his business and uh, he asked me out. Well, I asked him for a job and he asked me out on a date and said, oh, you wouldn't like working for me. And so we went out on a date and I, you know, I wasn't working for him after that. And we dated. Um, And then I graduated from college and then I ended up working for him for years. I did his books. That was really funny. But um, that's funny, Amy. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and considering how amazingly shitty I am with accounting, uh, I mean, I'm good with a computer, but yeah, I had to take all these accounting courses to figure out what the heck was going on. But uh, yeah, so I worked for him for, for years, and we lived together. And then um, my parents were celebrating their anniversary, their wedding anniversary, so they invited my boyfriend and I and my brother on a cruise. And we all, so it was a Valentine's Day Cruise, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my my boyfriend, my husband now, he's not really known for gift giving or like shows of affection, which is <laughs> fine. I'm not I'm not that kind of girl. But my mom was very worried about me because I was giving away the milk <laughs> and the cow and uh-huh. all these. And I'm like, listen, mom, I don't want to be future farmers of America. <laughs> I just want to end up with this guy, you know. So. <laughs> She was busting my balls that, you know, he wasn't really into me and all this stuff. So we're, we're going on this cruise and it's for Valentine's Day. And I looked at my husband. He wasn't my husband yet. And I said, if you haven't brought me a gift, turn the fuck around now and just like uh-huh. a, a post note, just something. I mean, we're, we're going to be at sea with these people. Like I look like an idiot, you know, it's hard when and you have somebody like, else in your ear. Yeah. Like putting oh, that kind of pressure. Yeah. And, on. I lo- and I love my mom and she was of so course. right. And if I had a daughter that was the exact advice I would give her, but I was in love. I mean, I was in love. Oh yeah. I, um, I had similar with my mom. You know, my husband was married once before. And when I started dating him, she immediately started with the, he better get an annulment. And I'm like, mom, I, I just went on a date with him like once, you know, <laughs> like, I don't even know what's happening here, but yeah, she was yeah, hell bent no, on they're, they're really thinking of us. And, and now that I'm a parent, I get it. Yes, but at the time I was like, oh my God, lady, just get off my freaking back. Right. You know? So we get on this cruise ship and, um, and we had a great time, but it becomes apparent to me on, cause we were there on, on Valentine's day and we took my parents on our drunken tour of Key West because <laughs> we love Key West. And, uh, you know, we got floated and, uh, the whole day was passing and he didn't give me a Valentine's day gift. You know, we came to breakfast that morning and my mom's like, Oh, look what your father gave me. And my dad's like, I nailed it. And oh. you know, I'm like looking at Rob going, really Dick, you like, really? <laughs> and, um, we get back to the room to get ready for dinner. We get out of the shower and I'm in my underwear. I'm blow drying my hair. And I'm just like, you're such a fucking asshole. You know, like you, you I asked for one thing. I've never asked for shit. You, I just, could you just like leave a post-it note with like a heart or something on the mirror in here so I can show my mother that you give a crap and you, and I'm blow drying my hair and I turn off the blow dryer and I'm like, really? And I turn around and there he is on the knee. Oh, Amy. In his boxer shorts. I know. And he goes, how about you just shut up and marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Epic. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like lost my mind. Come to find out while I was in the shower, he ran up eight flights of cruise ship stairs oh, to my parents' damn. room, pounded on their door, and they're all inebriated because <laughs> we've spent the day drinking like margaritas. Right. And he opens the door and there's my parents and he's like, is this okay? Is this okay? And he has a ring. And my mom's like, I'm assuming you're not talking about asking me to marry you. Oh. They're just laughing. <laughs> that is so it was, sweet. It was epic. It was awesome. And the greatest part is that my, my mom had a family diamond that was my great grandmother's and she had kept it. And she told Rob years ago, Oh, when, when it's time, we have a diamond for you. When it's time. And Rob felt so uncomfortable, like, not paying for that. So he got this really nice setting. So I legit wore a ring with no diamond in it for two more days on the cruise. Like, it was a beautiful setting. But 
you know, the diamond was missing. Uh-huh. So we were at the casino one night and some woman, like, like the, you know, the person dealing cars, she's like, madam, your diamond isn't there. I'm like, no, oh. no, it's fine. Like, I was not taking that freaking ring off. Wait, was he waiting <laughs> to see if that's, like, what you wanted or? or... He, he, you know, he, he bought the setting. I mean, he knew that I wanted my, my great-grandma's diamond. That was, right. you know, obvious. Um, but he bought the setting and I just, I was just so happy to be engaged. I was yeah. just so happy that he was, he actually wasn't, you know with the cow right? <laughs> <Future farmers. laughs> and so yeah I wore that thing with no diamond in the middle for days I didn't even care I was like I'm engaged bitches yep yep check it out and oh. then we went and we I actually kept with the same exact setting but I just had like um I think the prongs like lowered into it like they cut into the setting and lowered it down because it just would have been too high I don't know if that makes sense yeah no I get it yeah, yeah. That's really kind of sweet. So you yeah, wound up dropping person. that stone into it. So now you have his right. setting that he picked out and your grandmother's stone. My great-grandmother. Great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. Your great-grandmother's yeah. stone. That's really cool. See, I like that. I was never big mm. on the whole – I mean, you know, like it's nice when you can have something that's both beautiful and at the same time sentimental, you know? Oh, yeah. No, this – and this stone had uh, it had a lot of history because my great-grandmother's second husband was a longshoreman in New York. And so he purchased these twin – twin diamonds are exactly the same. And my cousin got one and uh, – I mean, her mom got it and then she gave it to my cousin and then I got the other. So it was really – that was nice. You know, that's – that's sentimentality I can appreciate. And yes. I guess, the, like, the kind of cut of the diamond is something that's not normal today. Like, when it's been appraised and stuff, people have been like, oh, this is a – and they, like, know the time period because of the way of it. I have no idea about diamonds. So I was like, sweet. Yeah. On my finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my finger. Don't on worry. My finger. Mm. Mine. Yeah, my two-year-old now. Mine. Mine, mine. Oh, God, I know that word. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's all they say. (laughs) Mine. Yes. (laughs) Narcissistic little shit. (laughs) Oh, God, I have to remind myself of that all the time. I'm like, it's not about me. All she can see is herself right now. Got to deal with it. That's so funny. But, yeah, no, that was a great – I mean, he pulled it out of his ass. I was – I'm still shocked to this day. Dude, eight flights Uh, of cruise ship stairs is, is pretty hardcore. I mean, I know. And I was in the shower. I had no idea. I was like, do my parents know? He's like, I just asked them. I'm like, geez, you're the man. I don't want to post it anymore. Good right. job. <laughs> well, you're totally so getting some. Tell me about like after you guys got engaged, I know you were telling me earlier before we started recording that there's something really special about fiance time. So oh, I, I want you to tell time. me. Yes. So fiance time is pretty much the greatest. I mean, personally for me, fiance time was just the greatest because now you're finally you've decided each other are the one you're planning this wedding which sometimes can be just low-key wedding and it's awesome but if it's a big event mine was a pretty big event Mm -hmm. then you have this like long period of planning and there's something amazing about the fact that you're not yet married but you're betrothed to each other I remember walking into a bar and my husband was with friends and I was with friends and seeing him across the room and I had no idea what he was saying but what he was saying to his buddy was hey my fiance is here you know once you got into that word once you got into the whole thing it's like "Mm, mm, 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 mm." and then like years later we're married and he's like oh fuck shut up my wife's here I don't want her to know anything about what we're just talking about I mean we're pretty cool but I you could see it in their eyes it's different fiance time is like this you know what what do we call it the honeymoon period before the honeymoon period yeah it's just like it's a beautiful thing well and just listen to the word there's fiance and then there's yeah wife (laughs) 
You know, like we used to joke that we didn't like fiance, but and he'd be like, I'm basically your finance. I'm like, that's funny, but it's kind of not true. But fine. I mean, you can say whatever you want as long as it makes you happy, honey. Right, right, right. Snookums. Snookums. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck with me. Right. (laughs) That's all that matters is that now Mm we're stuck with each other. So call me what you want. But planning weddings is, you know, it's a lot. I mean, obviously, you've written a whole book about it. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Yes. Um, I think the hardest, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, No, you go. I think the hardest part is that there's so much that you just don't know because with weddings, there's, there's, I mean, there's, it's beautiful, right? I mean, you've got the pictures and the beautiful gown and you're looking your absolute best. You know, you've got, you've hired hair and makeup, or even if you haven't, like, you know, it's a special day. So even if you're DIYing everything, you're still making it the best, you know? Exactly. So, and all you um, see isn't as an outsider is that. So you don't really actually see behind the scenes till you get engaged. I think also in the early 2000s when I got married and in the late nineties, there were like, people didn't go outside the box when it came to a wedding. Do you know what I'm saying? There was like, Oh my God, it has to be the best wedding. I have to have the best cake. I have to have the best thing. We have to best bachelorette party. And now I'm seeing a lot more trend on the way of women going, no, I don't, I don't want to wear white. No, Mm -hmm. I don't want. And I think that's, I think it's amazing. And the guy's saying, no, I don't want to wear a tux. And no, I don't want to invite 200 people. And I want it. And I think that's awesome that the ownership is coming back to the actual couple. Me too. You know, because it's really about you and it's really not about your wedding. It's about the marriage you're going to form and you're going to have. And that's, I mean, because every day you're going to have to wake up with this person. Mm -hmm. And if they're the guy that drops his boxers at the fucking foot of the bed and, (laughs) you know, and that's fine, you know, and if you're the person who's supposed to pick it up or he picks up his own shit, I don't even know, but the normal roles are being reversed. I mean, and obviously now that same sex marriage is legal throughout the United States, which is so fucking awesome. And I just want to like do a jig and cry. Yeah. And also I want to become an officiant because damn, that's, that would be great. You Um, you need to listen to, um, not to cut you off. I want to get right back to this, but just a couple weeks ago, I interviewed an officiant her name is Lauren Sneed and um, she's out in California and she's a wedding officiant and she identifies as queer and she, I mean, she does all types of weddings, but um, yeah. I loved talking with her because she just had right. a completely unique approach on, on everything. And no, um, no, you want to freaking be married, be married. Everyone who wants to be married should be able to be married yes. because sometimes this shit sucks. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. There and you better love the up. person that you're with. Right. No, you love it. You don't always like everyone around you. I mean, that's just, that's just a plain, Jane of life. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't wake up every day and go, yay, sunshine and roses. <laughs> you know? Who do, whoever but, does is on some serious, um, no, they have, they have massive meds and they need to call me and there's nothing well, wrong with that either. But, but, <laughs> right. but, um, I'm just saying that <laughs> in real life, shit is awesome and shit is shitty. Yeah. And if you can say to someone, I will love you when the shit is shitty, then uh, mazel, big, big ups to you, more power to you. You deserve to be married. You know, um, I, I feel the best in my own marriage, like on a personal level, I feel the best in my own marriage when things after things are shitty, you know, I, mean, like, yeah, I, mean, I don't like connected. the shitty part, right. but once we get right. through the shitty part, I feel like, wow, we just saw the absolute worst in each other. And like, I st- and we're, here we are. Yeah. I know. St- I, I, Oh, I fully agree. Like that's, we, you know, we've seen some rough, rough crap. And it's like, at the end of the day, if you're still spooning me in bed and you're like, honey, do you need me to make you coffee? My husband and I have had a very funny thing that's going on lately where I joked online 
about how the marital equivalent to the middle finger is him not filling up the Keurig water supply before uh. he leaves for work and like leaving it at like, I can't even make a cup. And I'm like, really douchebag. Yeah. And he, and he, and I told him, I wrote it online and people liked it on, on Facebook. They thought it was funny. Um, and when I told him about it, he goes, well, I feel that the marital equivalent to that is you not taking out the diaper pail bag. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. Touché, motherfucker. <laughs> You've got me. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he's like, I'll put that on Facebook. I'm like, you don't even have a Facebook page. Like, well, I'll just hack into yours and take a picture of me. In the, and I was like, all right, okay, okay, settle You're down. You're like, buddy, I got loyal fans. They'll know that it was you. <laughs> yeah, no, they probably like it. Yeah. <laughs> they probably like, oh, yeah, this is the guy behind Amy. Sorry, mother. Right. <laughs> Sorry. You have to deal with that shit. Yeah. So. But it's so true. Those little mundane everyday things are what yeah. matter. You know, and the person right. that you choose to marry is that person that you're sharing all that with that knows that that's what matters. Right. And but the wedding is, I mean, as I said, it's I'm I'm loving the new trend of where we're, we're going to be chill about one thing or our budget. Like, you know, if a woman or a man loves the loves flowers, that's a really big deal. Then they'll go like low key on the dress and low key on the, the groom outfit. But they'll like pull it for the flowers like i think some of the things we're seeing online especially because you know with the internet is everywhere we see great pictures everywhere right um that was the next point i was going to bring up yep yeah the you internet know, girl and, this is your show yeah you tell me where to go <laughs> <laughs> well you make a really good point about the internet because back then when we were saying like before we had facebook and pinterest and all that stuff we really just had like our family and our, our inner circle with what right. we knew about weddings, you know, or you'd see things on TV, but really you didn't see all these options. And on some level, seeing all these options is crazy because, yeah, because it's information overload and you just want to like shut down all of your accounts and cry because it's too overwhelming. But on the other end, to your point, it really makes people, I think, take a step back and say, you know what, we can really do whatever we want. I don't have right. to walk down the aisle in a white dress and I don't have right. to have, you know, little folded place cards telling everybody where to sit. And, you know, I don't have to have my toast this way, or I don't have to have 40 bridesmaids or one, you know, it really just, I think, solidifies for people that we can look at our own relationship and then make our wedding a wedding that reflects us. Exactly what you want it to be. And I think that once you say to yourself, okay, too many choices, you know, I mean, remember a couple of years ago, okay, by a couple, I mean 20, but where you could buy like two styles of jeans at the Gap, like that was it. Yeah. And now it's like 700 styles of jeans at the Gap. And they're like, oh, high-waisted, low-waisted hipster, a boyfriend. I'm like, dude, too much. Like, Just throw a pair of jeans at me and say, wear this. Yes. This is your size. I get agile so, thinking about it. I can't eat. It makes me itchy, like thinking about all yeah, those choices. sometimes too many choices are just too many fucking choices. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said, you know, I guess this is what they call free will, but there's something to be said for having limited options, Mm -hmm. limited budget and going, this is what we do. This is let's pull this together and let's kill it. That was the biggest thing. I mean, for me, I was beyond hashtag blessed, beyond hashtag blessed that my parents paid for my wedding. That was important to them. I'm their only daughter. I, I think they probably helped out with my brother's wedding too, because he got married a little bit later in life. But, um, they, you know, they, it was very important to them um, for us to have a specific type of wedding and a specific type of thing. And, of course, our input was taken. But uh, well, my there mom were, and I had a I couple just, rows. I, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say there's a couple things you guys had issues with, right? Yeah. No, I mean, they were, when you think of the big picture, gorgeous day, beautiful wedding. But when I think of the planning process, mm-hmm. like – 
I, I remember there was at one point where at the time we had a dog, I was walking the dog and my fiance came outside and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. I, I, not at all. I mean, we had a very, very different idea about the plus one guest situation oh. when it came to my wedding. The plus I'm one. sure you've heard this before. The plus one war. Oh God. Mm. The great plus one war for us <laughs> was my husband and I and my whole family were all transients from Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. So we've been living in Florida for many years. And of course, many of the people we were inviting were family, friends, and people we've known throughout our life that were coming from New York. Mm-hmm. So anyone who wanted to, anyone we were inviting, cousins, friends, we, we were asking, we were saying plus one. And my mom, because I mean, she's writing the check at the end of the day. So right. God bless her. I get it. She's like calling me up, Amy, why is this person have a plus one? They're not in a committed monogamous relationship. This is ridiculous. They don't need to be bring a friend to your wedding. This is crazy. This is stupid. Mm. I think this is, you know, and so I'd hang up the phone and just stand there and roll my shoulders a little (laughs) and pour another glass of wine. And my fiance would come home from work and he'd be like, what? I'm like, my mom's having a problem with the plus ones. And at the time, especially in the 2003, the, the time of year and what was going on, we were we were invited to many, many weddings in New York. Mm-hmm. And always we had plus one. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's you sound like me because we went through the same thing. And I'm from New York, too. You know that. And yeah. Same thing. And, and always so there's plus just one. a certain don't you think that there's definitely like a cultural thing for um, region going on? Yeah. Oh, with totally. The trend. Totally. Yeah, like there's certain things from New York that you're just assumed to do. Like you're going to obviously have an open bar. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you don't have an open bar. If it's not top shelf, they're like, really? Yeah. I yeah. get I get it. Okay. So they're assuming open bar. They're assuming top shelf. They're assuming if you're having your wedding at a hotel that there's going to be a room rate. I mean, there's all these things, yes. you know, that you have to cover. But the plus one thing my mom was really adamant about because she said, no one needs to bring a friend to your wedding. My husband countered with, they don't need to bring a friend, but if they're coming here for a weekend, you right. know what I mean? It's like, we're getting married on a, they're coming alone. It's my cousins. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we had a couple of people, the plus one debate ended up, my husband said he would pay for plus ones. My mom lost her shit about that. And <sighs> we got all our plus ones. You so, did get the uh, plus ones. You got yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. And anyone it's... wanted to bring the plus one, it, it happened. But, uh, yeah. you know, it was, that was tough because I know, Dude, and also the difference in Florida is it, it's like fifty dollar difference per plate place. You're having it at a nice, mm-hmm. a nice place. Mm-hmm. You could find a great place in New York for you know fifty dollars a plate. Here it was you know twice that. Uh, I would argue though not in New York, depending on where you are in New York, because well, I'm not saying the city. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the island. The island they have catering places and all that. And yeah. You could do a great thing with open bar for seventy dollars, sixty dollars a head. Yeah. I mean, this was. 13 years ago. Right, right, right. On my anniversary. Yes. But here, it was like twice that, more. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And we had it at a Hyatt. It was gorgeous. It I was, bet. You know, yeah, it was really, really nice. We'll so, put pictures up on, on this post because I definitely want to see. my wedding pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so beautiful on my wedding. I have to tell you. Those are those pictures that you look at and you go, girl, you worked it. <laughs> I am not surprised. I totally... Could imagine that. 100%. I'm, I'm dying to see them now. I really am. Because I saw what you looked like in the pictures that you posted for the article that you did. Well, first it was published on your blog, The Outnumbered Mother. 
And then you let me republish it on Real Deal Brides. Oh, you're talking about the seafoam green bride Yes, <laughs> you were working that bridesmaid's dress, Amy. You looked freaking hot in that bridesmaid's oh, dress. Oh, thank you. You really did. Like, I don't care. You know, when you were telling me about it before I saw the pictures, it was like, oh, you know, seafoam green. Oh, my God. You know, the idea of it. Oh, and it was, I was like, it, look at her. Was, no, no. There were so much spanks going on <laughs> okay, so let's just backtrack we're talking about so recently i was asked to be a bridesmaid right let's yes. let's get to that let's talk sure. about that yes okay so a good friend of mine was getting married and said oh will you be a bridesmaid and i gotta say i was like uh, uh uh not that i don't love her love her not that i don't love her fiance love the fiance i was like i know in my head i'm like oh god i know what goes into being a bridesmaid and i don't think with three kids and a husband and a writing career and all this stuff like I'm ready to do all those things and she's like please 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 you can wear all black from your closet now that she had me at that Ooh, I was like really that's all tempting black, right mm-hmm. all black from my closet really what about shoes from your closet okay you got me I'm in mm-hmm. now I want your listeners to understand <laughs> when you tell a bride you're in I mean I guess you could be a total C next Tuesday and be out I guess you could <laughs> but what I think is when you tell someone I'm in, that means you're fucking in. You're yeah. going to do what you said you're going to goddamn do. Yep. So two months later, when I start getting text messages from her with pictures of bridesmaids dresses from David's bridal and her oh. best friend trying them on. Oh. oh, my God. I'm like crying about no. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's giving me the feels. I, I was so upset. Oh. I was sitting on the couch watching like Paw Patrol or something with my kid. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? That's exactly <laughs> What came up in my head? And I'm like, why is so-and-so wearing a, a peach? But, and I'm texting her back, what the fuck is this shit? She goes, well, we're at the, where are David's, I know where you are. Why are you sending me this? Right. What happened to black? What happened to the closet? black dress from my closet my with closet. my own shoot? Yeah. Ugh. Well, we thought it would be, oh, fuck. So that, that's what happened. Oh, fuck. And that, that was the start of the twister that became this wedding, which was a beautiful wedding when it was all said and done. But it was hilarious. The going through the motions. Because every time she'd send me something, I'd be like, really? Yeah. You said I wouldn't have to go there. What? You know? And then she was like, oh, we have to go dress shopping. You said you had this. Like, <laughs> okay, fine. It's your day. I mean, I had to wear a team bride, you know, uh, T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. All the things. And then she goes, oh, I don't want to do a bachelorette party, but I do want to do a dinner and so we did that, and then that turned into a bachelor party. Don't yeah. ever believe anyone when they say they don't want a bachelor party. They totally do. They <laughs> might not want strippers, right, or midgets and balloons, but they want, <laughs> you know, they want they want the thing. Um, yeah. The lunch was nice. What? And the wedding was beautiful. And now I own a seafoam green strapless <laughs> mullet dress. Mullet dress. And, and by mullet dress, I mean short in the front, long in the back. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And silver heels. Hey. <laughs> and next week I'm going to appear on Maury. So, <laughs> you, not about my baby daddy, but whether or not I'm a man or a woman. I mean, it was, it was something. It the was, tests are still pending. They're still checking. Uh, they're, <laughs> well, you are. worked that dress. Honestly, you looked awesome in that dress. But you bring up an interesting point because – Something really does happen, like even with the most, I I think it's just the nature of weddings, because even if you're the most chill bride, and you know what, there are a lot of brides that I know that are chill, you know, and even with the best of intentions, like just the thing takes on its own life, like wedding planning just becomes a beast. 
you know? It, it really does. I mean, and this poor girl, she was doing all her place cards, all her stuff by herself. I mean, and she has a kid, owns a business. This wasn't her first wedding. It was his first wedding. So she wanted to make it amazing for him. That's, mm-hmm. I didn't understand that at the time, mm. that he was the one who was like, well, I want this and I want that. And I, I get it now. I don't know if I'm going to say yes to being a bridesmaid anytime soon. You know, that whole yes to the dress show. No, it's yes to being a bridesmaid. Like next time they're going to have to like put it to me in writing. <laughs> Sign here with blood that I can Is there there sushi involved in this? Because I'm totally, or like a good Cuban sandwich, because you could totally (laughs) buy me over with those kind of things. Well, you know, Amy, you also did something really cool for this friend. You not only stood up for her and bought the mullet seafoam green (laughs) dress with your silver heels, but you also actually performed at her wedding, right? I did. Yeah. Um, That was really funny because, so... I've been a musician for, I don't know, 20, 20 years. Well, I mean, I've always been a singer, a vocalist, but I picked up the guitar when I was like 17, 18, and I've been playing for years. But I don't, I don't do like gigs anymore. I mean, I have kids. And <laughs> 10 days before her wedding, my friend called me and said, listen, I have a favor. I'm like, another favor? I'm wearing silver heels. Like, <laughs> I'm wearing a goddamn mullet dress. <laughs> I'm wearing the mullet dress. And it's strapless. And strapless is not my jam. <laughs> you know, um, what favor? And she goes, well, we really have this song that we love. And the DJ could play it. But we'd love for you to play your guitar and sing it. And I was like, where? She's like, at our wedding. I'm like, that's in 10 days. She's like, yeah, you can learn it. And it was a song, of course, I'd never heard because it was something country, which which actually worked out well for me because country songs um, don't have like great chord progression. So it wasn't that hard to learn. But at the same time, I'm like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. And so I learned it and I did it. And it was nice. And I have video of that, too, online, which is great. And, I saw uh, it. And if you're up for it, I'll post it in the I'll in post, post. I mean, if, hey, everyone else, though, if you want me to sing at your wedding, you're going to have to pay me, okay? <laughs> and not in chocolate. That doesn't work anymore. Right. And you will get to <laughs> wear your own black dress with your own damn shoes. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll wear the seafoam. you got to pay me extra. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Now, let's back up a little bit. Tell me yeah. what also happened. We already covered the uh, great plus one war. But what mm. happened with the chair covers at your wedding? Okay, so I wanted chair covers. My mom didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, maybe I didn't have like the ability to see the room the way she did. I just they were like maroon. Chairs. Like the place was new. I get that. But I'm like, oh, I want cha- if we're going to go there, let's do the chair covers. I lost on the chair covers. Um, you lost and, on and it. everything <sighs> ended up fine. But um, my mom did <laughs> edge me out when it came to the flowers. So I wanted something very particular for my flowers. I want it. If you've been to many weddings, which I have mm-hmm. as a guest, mm-hmm. the biggest problem for me when it comes to flowers and centerpieces is that I can never see the people across the table. From yeah. me. That's a huge thing. Height if is I'm a guest, everything. Right. If I'm a guest at a wedding, I'm in two places. I'm sitting and eating my food or I'm on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to see all the people that are at tables. And um, so I asked for very, very low arrangements or very, very high arrangements. And they were supposed to alternate. My mom didn't love this and she wanted more green. And I wanted very particular things because we had a white and black wedding. So like, you know, I wore a white gown. My bridesmaids dresses like were like tuxedo dresses. They were halters and they were black. Yeah, they were black up to the empire waist and then white down, which was great. And the boys wore tuxes. Mm -hmm. And I wanted all of my flowers to be like the fiery 
red, yellow, orange. I just thought it'd be really nice. So that's what I wanted. Low roses of those colors and high things of the roses like that. When I came into the beautiful reception area after I got married, I found that my mom had just vetoed everything I said and didn't see. Oh, no. It was, yeah, it was the same colors, but it wasn't the same flowers. And there was lots of green in there. And I was just like, "Ah, what am I going to do? Be pissed. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, like you're here. I love my mom. This is what she wanted. It makes her happy. I mean, I could can't imagine anything making her more happy than my husband taking her off my me off her hands. But fine, <laughs> fine. And they were beautiful flowers, and everyone loved the flowers. And and really, I was sitting at a different table, so if no one could see each other, that wasn't really my problem anymore. <laughs> their problem. Yeah, you know, you bring up a good point too because you do get to a point where you have to just let go of certain things yeah. and just hand them over and be like, you know what? It like you can't let other people run your wedding. But you do have to get to a point where you say, like, you know what, if this is really important to so-and-so and and it's kind of like only half important to me, then I'm just going to let it go because you can't – you don't need that stress. Well, you can't let other people run your wedding unless they're also running the bank on your wedding. (laughs) And I think that was a very big point for me to remember that, listen – my mom only wants the best for me. If she doesn't, I, it took me a minute, but I'm like, listen, if she doesn't like this and she doesn't love it, she, if they're paying for this. So, yeah. I mean, if this makes her happy, then I have to say, okay, because once I was married and it wasn't about, you know, I think there's also that whole thing that they, they felt that it was expected of them. And I, you know, I don't, I don't really understand their thought process because I don't have a daughter and I, you know, I'm not going to, that's not going to have to be one of those things that people go, oh, you're paying for the, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. As, as we've talked about in the last 13 years, so much stuff has changed. I mean, I mean, let's look at, dude, it was 100 years ago. You had to give up a dowry for a daughter. Right. You know, like, um, <laughs> so things are definitely changing. And I mean, now more couples are getting married later. They're paying for their own stuff. Yeah. But because this was my mom's, you know, my mom, it was really funny. I have this black and white wedding, right? And so I would have loved for her to wear a fire color that was in my thing. She refused. She wore like a chocolate brown. She like re- oh refused. man. But I mean, she looked gorgeous. My mom is a stunning woman, and I I get it. You know, this was her. This was her wedding too. It yep. was the only wedding she's going to get to plan that wasn't you know yeah. her own. Um, yeah, you have yeah, to hand was- over that the reins at some point and be like, you know what. If it's that important to you, and you know, the one one of the biggest tips that I always give for brides is to if some if something is that important to you, and they can't be everything, right? But if something is super important right. to you, figure out a way to pay for that thing and, yourself. Right. You know, because the minute somebody for that, that's your thing. If that, yeah, you want. Oh yeah, so uh, Quirky Chrissy was down here in Florida a couple. I months love ago. Quirky had, Chrissy. I love her, she, and she had lunch with me and the kids, and she told me because you know she and I share an affinity for cheese. We mm-hmm. love cheese. Like <laughs> if I'm at a wedding and there's a cheese plate, that's where you'll find me with a mixed <laughs> drink and a cheese. She goes, "Oh, my cake is going to be wedges of cheese." Stop oh, it! Are you kidding me? And I went. Are you effing? Like, she's she's my freaking hero with the cheese. Wait a minute. Her wedding yeah. cake is going to be made of that's fucking cheese. That's what she cheese. wants. She wants cheese wedges. I don't know if she's going to pull it off, but that's what she told me when she was here. And, oh, my God. She's cheese. awesome. Oh, yeah. She's, she's awesome. quirky, Chrissy. She sat through a lunch with my kids in a public place. That bitch is fucking <laughs> game time. She's game time. And then Brendan was like, Wait! Yeah, it was awful. It was great. Okay. See, that's the kind of thing that I love, like those genius ideas, like those little things. Like, could bro- you imagine a cheese, cheese, oh. like cake? I could, honestly. I'm, I am a cheese 
freak. And Aficionado. I, bef- yeah. yes. There has was- to be Brie on there. There has to be Gouda. I don't know oh. what she's doing. I have to actually get in contact with her and be like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm dying all- to find out. That's the shit why wet dreams are made of. Yeah. Cheesecake? Like, not cheesecake. No, no, but, but like an actual cake, cake made of cheese. Of cheese. <laughs> Wheels of cheese. And, like, I wonder how many, like, layers there will be. There's so many questions. Oh, my and when God. when you think about it, it's actually very easy to do with Costco. All you can do is go to Costco and go, hi, I want a huge ass circle of this cheat. Cause you know, they, you know, they cut it down when it gets into the place. Yeah. So you could really buy it from them. I mean, once she started telling me this, I'm thinking, when's my next wedding anniversary? How can I do a cheesecake <laughs> made of cheese? Amy, bake it in the oven. And when you cut <gasps> into it, it oozes out. <laughs> oh my God. This is like the greatest day ever. You know what the worst thing about this is, is that right before I called you for this call tonight that we're recording <laughs> right now i was on the phone with my pediatrician because i don't know if i told you this but my son is not to whatever tmi he's very constipated right now he started eating solid foods he's having a hard time pushing stuff out yeah and i'm still nursing so i've tried everything i mean i've had to have some prune juice have you had oh i fed this kid prune juice i have basically got his food down to like water i've got all the stuff out of it that supposedly is blocking like this kid is having straight up prunes and like pears okay this is real tmi and you're probably gonna end up cutting this but have you um gone in there with um a rectal thermometer yeah Yep, to get it going and see if you would come. Amy, I have done it all. I had him allergy tested. Turns out he is highly allergic to banana. Okay. Oh. Now I know bananas are blocking anyway, so it's not like he no, was even. No, that's like that's all my kid lives on. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? He, they're taking oh. away banana. But anyway, so that that was like weeks ago, and he's actually still blocked up. So one of the things they said to me because I'm still nursing is they told me that I should cut out cheese. Jesus Christ! But Why for they me, ask you to cut out breathing. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly ever. that is exactly how I feel, and I'm like, oh, fuck. like of course I'm gonna do it because I have to. You know, I would totally wee my kid after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, listen, dude, the tit stops here. I can't have cheese. You need to get on the real fucking formula. I'll get through the leaking and the bleeding and the screaming and the wake ups, but you take away yeah. my cheese and I will cut a bitch. <laughs> I will cut a bitch. Here, hold my hoops. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Fucking okay. I don't even know what I'm going to eat for dinner after we hang up. I really don't. (laughs) You know what I did before we had this call? Because I knew that I knew we were having this call at a certain time. And I'm usually cooking during that time. And the Mm -hmm. boys are at soccer. And so I did all of my cooking beforehand. And I made coconut breaded chicken strips. Look at you. Yum. I want a recipe. And an orange sauce. I just have to bake them. But I've I've already... Fry them in coconut oil. I never have used coconut oil before. That was really interesting. Yeah, coconut oil is like the cure all for everything. Someone told me it's a great lube. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> have you have you tried? I've never tried it. No, but okay. I've heard about it. I'm totally bringing that thing to bed tonight. You're like, <laughs> I coconut oil. <laughs> Listen, Rob, I'm all holistic now, and I'm I'm all natural and. Here's my yeah, coconut I'm, oil. I'm so the opposite of all natural. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. But the coconut oil thing, that's really funny. So you were cooking with it? You made chicken? Yeah. So I took I took the ch- I took the chicken strips and then I did the flour, egg wash, and then coconut and panko. And then I breaded them and put them in the fryer and then the frying pan, not fryer. And then I'm going to put them in the oven and then we'll do broccoli and rice and hopefully the kids will eat it. And if they don't, then F them because they don't eat 
anything. At least, at least you'll eat. And, you know. No, no, I don't. No, I don't even eat dinner with them. I, I've already had salad, dude. <laughs> I don't. Eat, I don't eat anything good anymore. It's so sad. I mean, <laughs> I've lost twenty five pounds, which is great and amazing. Good for you. Where was? Well, I saw you last last year. How could you lose twenty five pounds? You'd be like nothing. Um, that's funny. Uh, I was. I was 175 pounds maybe when I saw you last year. What? And, you know. Yeah, well, I'm five, nine and a half. So yeah, you're... I hold my hold my fat well. I have a very long torso. Stop it. <laughs> but no, I was a size 12 last year, and I'm a size 10 now, which is great. And I'm Good happy for you, that. Amy. That's awesome. And it's not even about the weight loss for me. It was really about more of the strength thing. I mean, I know this has nothing to do with brides. Or no, it actually or does that. because if we're talking about, you know, weight loss, and of course brides are trying to – fit into the dress and you know okay so here's my here's my advice on that and and i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be real about it because i don't want to be a liar yeah but i definitely now that i have a lot of kids um i've tried a jillion times to say oh i'm never having a glass of wine during the week yeah that just doesn't happen so i just mm-hmm. i've stopped lying to myself i'm gonna be really honest and i switched to vodka <laughs> um nice. vodka soda and i've cut off wine and I, I lost weight and inches doing that, um, along with going to the gym and um, having a pretty good diet. Like if I'm if I if it's day I'm going to the gym, I'll have a hundred calorie protein shake before I go to the gym. I usually put like natural peanut butter and a banana in there with water and ice, and mm. I'll drink that before I go to the gym. And I do Zumba and some like weight classes, and I do um, a yoga class once a week that I really like. The teacher is very good, and I've I've seen increased strength in certain places. And um, then I have um, I eat salad and I eat tuna fish and I eat hard boiled eggs, and but I'm still able to drink the way I want to. Which you know, we're working on priorities, people. If you're not a drinker, then you know obviously you can add more protein, more fat, all those things. But uh, well, you know, priorities, priorities. Yeah. Well, for me, I have three kids, all boys. And so my priorities are get through the next day, yeah. live, get all their crap done and live, get and them fed and get them to school and live your life and, you know, feel yeah, somewhat and, sane. And they, they fight a lot. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, being a referee was never in my wheelhouse. I didn't understand how much I'd have to be like, listen, you go over there. Put the napkin down. No, 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 no. Put it down. <laughs> no, 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 You know, all that. The other thing I want to talk about is that you had a couple things to consider with your ceremony because you and your husband are of different backgrounds, right? Right. So Rob's Roman Catholic and okay. I'm Jewish, which doesn't, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, especially in like the way things are today, it's, it doesn't seem like a big deal. And it, it ended up not being a big deal in our marriage, mm-hmm. but in planning our actual wedding, it was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, obviously my parents, the Jewish side were paying for the wedding and my husband's family the roman catholic side still wanted the church to be involved Mm -hmm. um and when i went to the roman catholic church they were kind of like not open to having a rabbi at the ceremony and if we wanted to get married by a priest from the roman catholic church they wanted us to do it at a church Mm -hmm. um my parents weren't really open to that which i fully understand because that's not you know the whole like jesus crucifix thing it's just you know not really how we roll and um so we we basically decided on having like some kind of efficient um and then um actually i didn't stalk stalk is like a bad word but i started (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I started attending 
Roman Catholic <laughs> services at my, I started regularly attending Roman Catholic services at the parish my in-laws, my in-laws-to-be were going to. Um, and I introduced myself to their favorite priest there. And I was able to convince him and convince, he was able to convince the Archdiocese of Florida, which was kind of amazing. Amy. Him, oh my yeah, God. To leave, yeah, for him to leave the Catholic Church and perform a wedding not only outside the church, but off site. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the rabbi. Yeah. That's incredible, yeah. especially for a Roman Catholic church. Like when you started right. talking and you were like, you know, like they weren't really open. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> they weren't really open? I find that hard to believe, obviously. No, they, were, they weren't. But when I met this one priest and when he sat down with us and he saw the type of people we were and that no matter what, our children were going to be raised with God in mind, even if it wasn't. Because I was willing to do anything my husband wanted me to do. I mm -hmm. wanted to have a happy marriage and a happy life. And although I wasn't really up for conversion, the church wasn't really happy about having my me have children that weren't Catholic. Like they wanted full conversion on my part. Mm -hmm. But but the Jewish religion was fine with the fact that I had a husband that wasn't Jewish because the Jewish faith is as long as the mother's Jewish and the children are Jewish. Mm -hmm. So it was just easier for us to transition to that after the fact. But yeah, I was able to get this priest and he came out and performed our wedding. He came to our rehearsal dinner too, which was amazing. Wow. And, um, and we actually have a marriage in the eyes of the Catholic church. Like he, we have paperwork and we did, um, what do they call it? The, um, pre -cana. Uh, we did pre okay. at the church and they, they fully allowed that. It was really, it was pretty amazing. Um, I love your approach to that because I, I'm glad that you're bringing this up because maybe somebody else who's listening is in your shoes, you know, right now, and they may not even know that that's an option. And it's nice to see that at the end of the day, if you're a good person and you show up and you ask right. nicely, you know, and you let them know that you have good intentions with your marriage and your kids, things right. are possible. And his his questions, you know, he they ask like a certain amount of questions about your intentions when it comes to marriage. And yeah. they're like, are you intending to raise these children with God in their in their lives and their hearts? That, of course, that was a yes. And it was all things like that. Are you intending to be faithful? Are you? And he was like, OK, I, I see no reason why I can't leave the confines of the church. It was pretty amazing. And this um, this priest is he's in my highest regard. Um, as a human being, because it made my mother-in-law so happy mm -hmm. to have her son, who was not only an altar boy, but he went to Roman Catholic high school and all these things that she always thought he'd, you know, bring children into the faith of being Roman Catholic. And the fact that the Jewish faith has been so open to my husband and to the way we live our lives that they, you know, they come, you know, my kids go to Jewish preschool at our temple that we belong to. And they, my in-laws come to everything. They love the fact that we have this community and that they're so, I mean, there really isn't that many differences between Judaism and Roman Catholicism. Right. Um, you know, on the big points, we agree. Right. <laughs> you know? So you're raising your kids kind of with a, a healthy mix of both. And every yeah, and each family's happy. Jewish. They they are Jewish, but we celebrate Christmas. Right. Um, we have a Christmas tree. Do they believe Jewish is their Lord and Jesus is their Lord and Savior? No. But um, do they understand that their grandparents believe that? Yes. Do they understand what Easter is about? Yes. Do they understand that that's how their dad was raised? Yes. Yeah. And that's what their dad believes. Fine. Because really, when it comes down to it. Any kid is going to turn 18 and say, hey, mom and dad, love you, but Peace. I'm going to go off to be a Buddhist monk. 
You right. know, I'm, I'm going to do what I do. Um, you know, they're going to form their I, own opinions. You're right. They're right. going to form. And all, and all I could do at this point is say to them, listen, here's the direction you should go in. Be mm-hmm. a good person. Be be a person that cares about other people. Mm-hmm. Don't murder anyone. Right. <laughs> don't, you know, don't steal. Don't lie. Don't mean I, I, I can do nothing else. Mm-hmm. I, I could show them the road that I'm on. And that and that was the amazing thing with our the funniest. This is the funniest part. So when we actually got married and we had the priest and the rabbi up there, mm-hmm. my husband has um, long hair. He, he usually wears it in a ponytail, but he has long hair. And <laughs> when the priest said, he said, Amy, he said, Amy, do you take Rob to be your wife? <laughs> <laughs> and Rob goes, is it the hair? And we all laughed. And I, I think the guy was mortified, but um, it was really funny <laughs> because it, you know, he didn't mean to do it, but it you know fell out, and um, you know we all laughed. I, I think the poor father. Amy, that's <laughs> hilarious! Bad. Oh my god, that's so yeah. funny. Oh, it's on my wedding video. It's so funny. <laughs> Whenever the kids see it, they just pee their pants. They're like, "Oh, daddy, you're a girl!" And all that stuff. Is really <laughs> he has great hair, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure he does. We'll put a picture of that up too, if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. He's so not involved in my blog or my. You know, poor guy. He's like, if you want to do this, do it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's similar to that too. He's like, yeah, okay, just yeah. whatever. I trust you. <laughs> mm. But you also bring up a good point too, though, because yeah, part of it is the fact that they are going to grow up and have their own beliefs. And, you know, we need to raise them at the end of the day to be solid human beings, no matter what they believe. But you're also doing a good job with the rest of your family because your kid, everyone's happy then. You're not, right. you're not saying, listen, I'm going to raise my kids this way and I'm not celebrating your holiday or, right. you know, your husband's right. not saying, no, we need to raise our kids this way. You guys have came to a healthy compromise and you're Alexandra, actually, you've hit, I have to tell you, you've hit the nail on the head because when it comes to getting married, it's totally all about you and the person you're going to marry. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to living a life as a married couple, if you're going to have a good life, if you're going to have a rich life filled with happiness and other people that love you and love your kids. Mm -hmm. There are times to say, okay, fuck this. And there are times to say, does this mean that what's me? What, what is the big picture here? If I can make you happy, I will. So yeah, we, we go to my in-laws for Easter. They do the egg hunt. My kids love Easter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Little Jewish kids are like, Oh my God, it's Easter. Yay. (laughs) Because, because Passover freaking sucks. I mean, really, what are, what are we saying? I mean, John Stewart did a whole big shtick about Easter versus Passover. That's so funny. And I mean, but that's really true. We could have gone with the whole freedom theme, but we didn't. We went with the whole, Hey, we were slaves assholes and all everyone so you know so no my kids I've been so blessed that we were able to pull this off because years ago when we were getting married we were worried we were worried that we were going to not please people we were mm-hmm. worried about having my my children have circumcision we were worried yeah and um and it's worked out and everyone everyone's kosher everyone's good good um, I mean that's huge yeah. if you can get the support of your families. And, you know, it's funny too, because just um, last week I was, I was speaking with Samantha Rodman, Dr. Psych Mom. Oh, she's so awesome. She's awesome. I love her. And she introduced me to a term that is now my new favorite term. It is, um, I think it was emotional ruptures. 
That right. was the name. It, it, it was ruptures. And what she yes. was talking about is like these things that happen in your life that come up and they can right. be with another family member or something where like somebody did something that really made you angry. Right. Right. But you get over it, but you don't really get over it. And these, right. these things come up like years later in a marriage, like it'll be 10 years later and these ruptures will still come up because people You're didn't. So yeah. yeah. They're still mad about it. So like something like that, I feel like, and not to scare anybody because you really do need to do what works for your family. Oh no, I don't think that's scary at all. I think that's actually really valid point Yes, because there's a, when you're living with someone on the day to day, being passive aggressive is the, is the scariest thing that can happen because I've had this happen in my own life. My husband is so great when it comes to things, letting it go, but I could see it in his face. I'm like, if you have a problem with this, tell me right fucking now, yep. because we're not revisiting this in 20 days when you're like, why? Well, like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Let's hash no. it, not rehash it. It's not cool. Like this is the shit that you're cutting my underwear. I mean, he's never done this, but you see it on TV. Oh, you're bleaching my clothes and you're pissed and leaving and setting fire to no, 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 no. Or, or you hold it in and then you get sick. Like stuff comes out in other ways, you know, you gotta, you gotta hash it out. Right. It's going to hurt when it comes out, but we have to have it out because right now we're a team. And we have to be the most focused and greatest team we could ever be. Mm-hmm. And this is where it's at. This is us. Yeah. You know, we didn't just put on fancy clothes and walk down aisles and flowers and stuff. We said, I'm committing to you for the rest of my life. And and let's be real here. Yeah. The rest of your life is a long ass time. <laughs> shit's going to get ugly. Yeah. Uh, shit's going to get saggy. <laughs> you know. I'm yeah. not going to always do your laundry. It's going to, things get real. Yeah. So let's be real. Don't, don't ever hold, but you know, we've gotten past, I'm not, things haven't been rosy posy. We've gone to marriage counseling. We've done all the things that, that a couple does Yeah. because we want it to work. Right. I, I, I committed my life to this band. I said, I will love you till the end of time and no one else. And he said the same. And dude, I mean, you do what it takes. Only, Right. The only thing that's going to end that is if I walk in and there's some slut in my bedroom. I mean, really, <laughs> for me, that's that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Unless she's like making my bed, and then that's fine. <laughs> if she's feeding my kids and the dog, you know, I mean, <laughs> then that's fine. Thank you. So no, much. but it's so true, though, Amy. Like you're you're totally right. Like you make that commitment yeah. and you do what it takes and you work at it, and it's not pretty and it's it is going to get ugly. You know, both literally and figuratively. The ugly is beautiful. Yeah. You know the, that messy. That messy ugly is sometimes that's the stuff that you're like shit that was hot it yep. was disgusting and awful like there you know there i remember when my first kid was born and we had him sleeping in the bassinet next to my bed i think my husband had fallen asleep on the couch because he's fucking smart and <laughs> uh the little guy woke up and i heard him crying and so i thought he needed to be fed so i scoop him out and i realize he's wet so i lay him on my bed you know it's dark i lay him on my bed it's three o'clock in the morning and i go to change him and i realize it's shit it's fucking shit every like oh, there's just gosh. shit crawling and he's he's little he's like seven pounds he's like two weeks old and there's shit everywhere so now you put it on your bed and you put it in a thing and, it, and you're tired and you're like i wish i was dead and you know so i just brought this naked covered in shit child out to the couch and i stood there in front of my husband and i was like i don't need mommy anymore and he's just like he's like oh my god we washed him off and we take all the sheets so <laughs> we we just cried <laughs> and, but that's that's real i mean it's 
shit happens. Yeah, and it happens to everybody. Don't let the Instagram photos and the Facebook nonsense fool you. Um, Like, that shit happens to everybody. Yeah, no, no one takes pictures of that shit. No. No one one posts that online and says, hey, the best day. Yeah, no. Well, Amy, I could talk to you forever. I seriously feel like I could talk to you forever. You have so many funny stories. I love your outlook on all this stuff. And and. Your wedding planning things. I know you're not necessarily in the wedding industry, but you are. You are because you're hysterical and you've been through this and you've stood up in a number of weddings. So I love your whole perspective on all this, and I really think that the listeners are going to gain a lot out of this too. Oh, I'm so excited for your listeners because I think that weddings are super important. I think that marriages are super important, and I think that this book is just so great. And once they get their hands on it, they're just going to like lick it. They're going to be like. <laughs> You know, because it's it's the Bible. Right. It's the Bible. It is the Bible. You know? It will be in their bouquet when they get married. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, oh, they should do that. They should buy the book. And then they should buy another book to give to their friend. But they should, like, paper shredder your book and then use it as a bouquet. That's killer. <laughs> it's the Bible. That would be a gorgeous bouquet, by the way. And it would be cheap, ladies. Right. Cheaper than big flowers. I like that. On a budget. Mm. Budget bitches. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for coming on. I had a blast talking with you. This was great. And I miss you, girl. I miss I you too. To see you sooner than later. Definitely. And for anybody listening who loves Amy as much as I do, which if you're listening, duh, of course you fucking will because <laughs> she's awesome. She's over at the outnumbered mother. You can find her at outnum the outnumbered mother dot com. Yeah, why do I add that the in there? It really like <laughs> Screw me up. You know what? The the but, makes it like affirmative. Like you're not just yeah. like outnumbered. You're the I'm outnumbered the mother. mother. <laughs> so happy to have yeah. you on here. And I'm going to have all your links up. So you're at theoutnumberedmother.com. I'll have your Facebook and Twitter links on there too. And I'm going to also link your post that you wrote that we talked about. The road to Bridesmaidsville is paved with seafoam green. Gorgeous. So, thank you again, Amy. Hopefully we'll have you back. And thanks for being real with us. Well, hopefully it's not because I'm getting married again. No, not for that reason. Definitely okay, not for cool. that reason. <laughs> and hopefully I'm not being able, it has to be a bridesmaid again because I don't know if I can handle that either. Well, if you are, you're definitely coming back because I need to hear oh, about yeah. those shenanigans. Oh, you know, it'll be like cray cray. Yes. The cheese whiz. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye, mama. Bye. I'll talk to you soon, Amy.